This is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is Everything You Want to Know Without an Appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to just another episode of Just a Smidge More. I'm Holly Stillings, and we have Brandy here Hi. with her licorice and her <laughs> and my Coke, Coke Zero. <laughs> New Year's health. I've got water that's still full. Are you sure that you know? Did you have any of it? No. No. (laughs) I literally haven't stopped until right now. Patience, patience, patience. Very busy today. And we have Carrie McCoy back here, which we're super excited about. Our mental health expert for reverse gravity. I love being here. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And today we thought, what do we want to talk about? There's so much going on for the new year. So many people are manifesting different things in their lives, yeah. you know, better lifestyle, better marriage, better New Year's resolutions. New yeah. Year's resolutions. And we thought, what better way to start than with marriage, right? Yeah. It's at the core. If you're married, it's at the core of everything. Yep. It really is. It's hard work. It mm-hmm. is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> High maintenance. <laughs> And it sometimes gets easier. And then when you think, I'm, I'm just going to speak for myself. When you think it, it's just like, we're here. We made it. Yeah. Like, we're, it's just going to be just a walk in the park now. Right. And then something, something, something happens. happens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, why did you do that? I don't, or why did you say that? Or what the heck? I yes. thought we were past certain things. Right. And then they come up again. It's true. What the heck? I know. I I think it's just the ebb and flow. It's like rupture and repair, right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Rupture and repair. I like that. (laughs) That's the name of this episode. Okay, I'm writing that down. (laughs) Rupture and repair. It's true. So, Carrie, what are some of the common themes that you see in like your practice with with people who are might be starting the new year off and maybe their new year's resolution is to get in front of a marriage counselor? Mm. And what are some of the things that people should be looking for in their life that you go, you know what? You need to find a spot on a couch with Mm. a counselor. The first thing that comes to mind is when somebody says they're not happy. Mm -hmm. Because usually when we say we're not happy, we tend to blame other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a big statement. yeah, Yeah. It is. Versus looking at our own. If you're not happy, it's nobody else's responsibility to make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Other than you. Now. My husband can add supplement to my life, but it's mm-hmm. not his responsibility to make me happy. And mm-hmm. I feel like people come to therapy because they're like, they want to blame their partner and, and say, well, the reason we're here is because of him or her or mm-hmm. them, yeah. right? That I see a lot. Of course, if there's been an attachment injury, which we call an EFT, emotionally focused therapy, attachment injury is when one of the partners may have a gambling problem or Mm -hmm. infidelity or basically instead of looking towards the relationship, they looked away from the relationship, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of people come to to escape. Yeah, to escape or because there was a symptom mm-hmm. of something deeper that needs weren't being addressed or something mm-hmm. else was not being addressed. Because mm-hmm. we don't blame, like that's the thing is like in couples work, I don't blame one person or the other. 
each of you has a role that you mm-hmm. play in the relationship. Yeah. And when you talk to yourself in your head and you're thinking about your partner or your spouse or whatever it is, whatever relationship that you're in, it's like you do have these common themes that you repeat. They're repetitive yes. in your head over and over and over again. Yes. And that self-talk can be so destructive. Yeah. And you really have to practice like what you are saying to yourself about mm. your spouse. Yes. Or or how you reference them or there's just, it's so much. I yes. mean, I've been married 21 years. Brandy's been married tw- 20, right? 20, 20 in July. in July. Carrie, how long have you been married? 21 years. Yeah. 21. We're all around the same Dang. age. <laughs> that makes us all sound really old. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of are, but you know, <laughs> we're trying to age backwards. We're, That's really, we're really trying very, very hard. But communication patterns are, they can really, they can have your relationship blossom or they can just damage it. Yes. And it's, it happens very fast, I think. Yep. Because when you first get married, you think marriage is going to be one. I mean, like when I first got married, I was just a completely different person than I am now. You know, that's 21 years ago. Exactly. And my husband too, completely different. Yep. And if I, if I knew what I knew now, oh my gosh, I mean, I would turn back the hands of time, wouldn't you? And what would you, what would you do or say? I would say to myself that you can't expect this person to bring you all the happiness that you expect out of life. Yes. Yeah. I, if I had to say it in one statement, that's what it would be. I like that. And going back to what you said, you have to look to yourself. You have to look. And, you know, what would you say to somebody who's in a relationship and then maybe one person wants to go to counseling and the other Mm. one doesn't? What would you advise? That happens a lot. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? (laughs) If they're willing to go to therapy, Mm -hmm. I would say at least... Could we try? try. Could we try mm-hmm. to yeah. do something different, right? Because nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, people are usually coming to therapy because they've tried it on their own, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the sooner you can get in, the better. And make sure that they specialize in couples because it's important that you have a good experience with somebody that does know what they're doing in regards to couples. Yeah, does that yeah. make That's sense? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what would you say if they go to counseling and let, then they're like, you know what? It made it worse. It made the situation mm. worse. Do they find a different therapist? Do they find a different partner? What, what do you think? What would be your advice? I think the only experience that I've at least known about was if a couple had an attachment injury, us talking about whatever the injury is, Mm because we have to talk about it, right? We have to work through it and deal with it to heal from it. You know, some people have said that it made it worse, their relationship worse, because they were talking about it, which I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. But don't you think it has to get worse before it gets better? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, you got to throw it out on the table. And do you really think, though, people who, like you said, that have attachment injury of some kind, who completely ignore it, don't talk about it, can they live that way forever? Mm. Or at some point, doesn't it blow up in your face? I think it'll it'll come out in other ways. Whether that yeah. and resentment is toxic to a yeah. relationship. Oh, right? it's the worst. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And resentment can be built, and then you're starting to focus on what you don't like about your partner versus mm-hmm. like, well, what do you like? Because there's a reason yeah. that you guys. 
got together. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. In your practice, do you feel like what are the top things that have people like if you, the people are at home and they're listening and they're mm-hmm. thinking about what do I want in 2024? What do I want out of my life? What do I want about my marriage? What are some of the things that you think are top of mind to get people into counseling? Seat? Yeah. Well, I think even if they don't want to go to counseling, uh, one thing I usually ask are what are your top three emotional needs? Mm-hmm. Because your needs are going to look different than mine, your partner's. And so a lot of people, when I ask that question, they're like, what Top is that? three emotional needs. Yeah. Gosh, that's fascinating. Yeah. What do you that's think? That's good. What do you think yours are? That's what I was just thinking yeah. about. What are my top three emotional needs? Like, how would we clarify emotional? Like, um, like love, love language? language? Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily love language, because that's like how you express your love. Intimacy. What does intimacy look like for you? So like for me, it's like safety, mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. Um, vulnerability, because mm-hmm. vulnerability yeah. connects us and it connects makes us emotionally connected to our partners, right? It does. And I think that vulnerability is a big one. It's I would hard. Say it's one of, it it it's is a, hard. But I think it's big. Uh-huh. Like you it's have to huge. Have it's huge. Yep. I think mine would be vulnerability. It would be intimate language, like, you know, time together, quality time. And you know what? I like doing normal everyday things together. Yeah. That is not needed. Yep. Rituals. What do you mean? Like rituals. Like, like how you guys go on walks. Go on a walk or go to the store or yep. or going to pick the kids up. And we don't both have to go together. But if we both go together, I feel like it is like such a connection. Yep. I know it sounds really stupid no, and small, but that to me means a lot. Yeah. Yep. It's the small things. It's the small things. Couples that have rituals usually do stay together because you have like habits that you do like healthy habits. Yeah. We go to the grocery store together. I hate grocery shopping Mm -hmm. and now we do it together. So it doesn't feel so daunting. Yeah. We go to the gym together. We don't work out together, but we go together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great. You have your time together. Yes. I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were talking about different things and mental health wise and everything. And there was a doctor on and he was talking about how you can meditate in the morning and different meditation styles and how it's great for couples to meditate together. And I was just like, wow, this is really, really, I mean, I don't meditate in the morning. I do do like a gratitude prayer when I wake up. That's been kind of a new thing for me that I've done this past year and it's very helpful. It helps with anxiety. It helps you. It's like a gratitude journal. Those are very popular right now and it really helps set your day up. Mm -hmm. And so when I was listening to this podcast, I was like, oh, that's really fascinating to sit there and would do this together as a couple. Yeah, It's it's interesting. I think like when you have that connection, it can be contagious, the good and the bad, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you focus on all the negative, well, what's going good in your life? This attitude of gratitude shifts your lens, I feel like. It really does. So like, think about like, listeners, you know, if you're in a relationship, what do you love about your partner? Mm -hmm. What are things that you really admire? And then maybe your lens will start to shift. And instead of complaining about, I don't know, the toothpaste cap or something, (laughs) you, you start to focus on what 
because there's going to be a little nuances that you don't like yeah. about your partner. But focusing on the good things, I think, can shift ones. Well, and some of the top critical issues for for couples, and Carrie, you correct me if I'm wrong here, financial stress. Mm-hmm, for sure. Lack of intimacy. Yes, that's probably bigger than finances. Yeah. Yep. And is it physical or is it Both. like more emotional? Both. Mm-hmm. Okay. A differing priorities. Yeah. And an unresolved conflicts. Mm, yeah. Maybe even parenting styles. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't have one parent that parents and one that right. doesn't. Right. Yeah. And we, we all grew up in different households and yeah. we were parented differently. Yes. So then that influences our parenting style. And then if they're so different. Yes. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yep. But when you have a couple come in for their first visit with you would you suggest that they let's say they had what did you call it an attachment Attachment issue Mm -hmm. attachment injury so would you recommend that they sit down on the couch and they go this is why we're here no like attachment injury first like no no? just because we have to like build a rapport and Mm -hmm. i want them i want them to first like feel like they can have safety in the in the room Mm -hmm. and so that's usually just asking each of them allowing each of them the same amount of time to tell me how they see things what's what's not working in the relationship Mm -hmm. and then at the end I ask them how did you how did you both meet and what's really cool is you start to see them light up yeah they tell Mm -hmm. the story and I'm like that's what I need you to remember there's Mm -hmm. a reason that you were drawn to each other but life hardships things happen and we forget that it's true you know we've been through so much when you've been in these it been in a long marriage it's like you have been through so, so much, much together yeah. yes the the thick and the thin of life yeah the hills and the valleys it's true it's really remarkable yeah and the fact that you can do that and then love them even my husband mm-hmm. says it's so cute he says now that our boys are grown he said he's more in love with me than he's ever been and I'm like Aww. I know yeah. he didn't even think that yeah. was possible he said that is so cute it's mm-hmm. so cute can we have your husband on yeah <laughs> <laughs> he'd be so embarrassed like no <laughs> is he not like do you are you guys complete opposites kind or are of. you similar no we're similar like okay. we finish each other's sentences it's been so long but yeah you're molding into each other he doesn't yeah. want attention and i'm like me 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 <laughs> that's how i am too <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 100%. yeah joel wants zero attention mm-hmm. none does trap want attention uh maybe, maybe. <laughs> he was an only child so. he is yes he yes. is an only child you can tell his mom gave <laughs> yes. him a lot of attention yeah, yeah he, he requires a lot of attention <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you like attention too i don't know i feel like the older i get the less but yeah I don't know if it's because so much of my life is out there and transparent now that yes. I'm like, I'm going to hold on to something. Yeah. How do I like, pull that makes back sense. In. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's where I'm at. But I think, yeah, I don't know. The other day we went, we were in between volleyball games and we went and had sushi. And I told Travel, well, oh, you want a piece? Because I never eat the ends if I get a shrimp tempura roll. I don't know what it is. It's the tail <laughs> sticking out. Yeah, it's gross. I just, I've never eaten them in 20 How years. Funny. And I tell Travis, he's like, I'll take the end one since I know you don't like it. I, we've never talked about it. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you know? He's like, because I know you never eat the ends of those. I'm like, don't act like you so know me. Cute. I didn't know you were supposed to eat the ends. I thought you were always supposed to throw those away. <laughs> and I didn't know. I oh. No, I mean, you can eat them. You don't eat uh-huh. the 
tail of the shrimp, but it was just funny because I was like, don't act like you know me. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I don't know you at all. Yeah. So I was that like, is oh, actually, you do. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. like, when you have your partner's mind in mind and you just know them. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, that's secure attachment. I could literally go to any restaurant and order Joel's meal from that restaurant. Yeah, I could too. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. And I actually would probably order it better than he did because he'll forget, <laughs> like, to leave onions on or yeah. something like that. It's crazy. You know him better than him. It's true. And, like, we're so, I think we're so opposites. And then we have commonalities, mm. like, of life. I think you and Joel are alike. You think we're alike? I do. No way. Yeah. I, d- I do. Like, how so? I don't know. Personality-wise. Mm. What? I do. I, like, not... You are literally the only person who's ever said that. No, but, like, you guys are similar in some ways and different, but you, like, complement each other. Oh, thank like, you. Like, it's Holly and Joel. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, there's nice. no Joel without Holly. Oh, that's nice. But, but don't you think because you've been together so long, like, you do, like shape shift I guess yeah. and kind of a hundred percent mold because you have been through hardships together oh my gosh right? we have been through so many together yeah. like it's a miracle like we lasted like I mean it is and it's not like we're we've always you when you find somebody that you love so much yeah that you just stick through the thick and the thin of it. And yep. you think life is always going to be like picture perfect. Like rainbows when you and get butterflies. married, rainbows no, and butterflies. <laughs> it's definitely not. So, you know, I actually now I when I talk to our kids, we talk to our kids. It's like, I want you to f- like work on finding somebody that is mentally stable. That is like yeah. one of my main things that I talk to them about. And it's very important to d- that emotional health. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this before. I think future generations do better and they're going to do way better than we did. We kind of found emotional health halfway through our marriage or, you know, right. at the tail end of it. Who you knows? Know what he about so. Last year. People didn't talk about it when we first got married. Exactly. So, I mean, that is one thing that I talk to them a lot about now Mm -hmm. because, you know, my daughter's 14, our son's going to be 13, and it's like they're finding these relationships, and it really is a tall tale sign of that individual and how your relationship is going to go. And actually, my daughter was like, we just talked about this the other day. She's like, is that more important than, what if they don't have a job, but they're emotionally (laughs) healthy? they're emotionally healthy they have a job right because you know you have to be able to work to live i was like read please (laughs) (laughs) she's trying to stump you i know i'm trying to find her challenging she's challenging (laughs) she's challenging she is god bless her (laughs) but i think it's a good point because if you're emotionally healthy and i guess we could say well what does that look like but if you have good emotional health and you're able to kind of communicate talk about what it is mm-hmm. that you need mm-hmm. right and do so in an open way not like holding back yeah the other thing i think that uh, i think is really important is to be super honest about where you came from because mm-hmm. yeah. as i'm getting older i mean i'm going to be 48 in february it's like i think people are becoming a lot more honest about what their background was where they came from yeah. what their parents were like what they've been through yep. as an individual because nobody's had just you know, a yellow brick road paved in front of them, no matter what anyone thinks. So true. 
And I think it's becoming more common. Mm. Yeah. yeah. As I get closer to 50, I feel like those conversations are becoming a lot more common in all my relationships, not just the one with my husband, but friends and yeah. everything else. Mm -hmm. Do you experience that too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I think in emotionally focused therapy, I meet with the couple individually the second time, just one time usually individually to talk about their attachment history because the good, the bad and the ugly, they learned relationships from their childhood, mm -hmm. from their grandparents, their parents. And so if whatever we experienced, if that was normal for us, sometimes we can elicit that subconsciously with our partner mm -hmm. or look for a partner that yeah. when they say you marry your mom or your dad, right? because that's all we know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to figure that out. So then we can use that in terms of if when a client gets triggered by their partner, it's mm -hmm. usually because of an old attachment injury that happened even sometimes before their partner. Fascinating. Yeah. What's really cool is when we do that, it's not like to use it as ammunition. Mm -hmm. It seems like the other person is able to see their partner in a different way and it doesn't feel so defensive. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Because you're talking about it like from a little child's Child. perspective yeah. mm -hmm. and you can have compassion. You're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why that's so triggering. Well, and it totally comes full circle yes. too. You're like, you have, if you've been in therapy, you'll have an aha moment or maybe yeah. you won't, but you know, hopefully you do. Hopefully right. you do. Switch my cost a very lot of money from an <laughs> aha moment. <laughs> I remember mine and I remember sitting there in the chair and it was like, Boom. It was like being hit in the face. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. It was and I just didn't understand it until right? I was in that conversation and everything came full the circle. Light bulb came on. The yeah. light bulb came on. <laughs> it's true. Yep. It's true. It was it was it's crazy. So and I think that's the goal in life because even though, you know, if you've done therapy for a little bit, if you haven't done it in a very long time or whatever, for me, I always go back to that moment. Yeah. And I think, yep. That's the moment the light bulb went on. Yeah. You know, and I'm definitely not perfect after that moment or right. anything like that. But, you know, it's like it's it's just a fascinating process. Yeah. And I think yeah. people think that like therapists just want to blame their parents. And yeah. It's not about that. It's understanding where you came from, like you mm -hmm. were saying. And your then, origin story. Exactly. Yeah. And then why it made you that way. And of course, you have the ability to change your outlook on it, your mm -hmm. relationship. I mean, what can be learned can be unlearned too. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I look at my parents now. They're still married and um, they're hilarious. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're just all over the place. But I see as they're getting older, they're mm -hmm. both almost 80. And to see the way they interact with each other. And I mean, I don't want to be my parents, but I like the goal of that like idea. Mm -hmm. It's nice to grow old with somebody. It yeah. is nice to find that human that's going to stick with you through thick and thin. And, yes. and what is that? And you guys, if you guys are not perfect, like obviously when you get married, the goal is to heal and figure out where the gaps are. Yeah. To grow. To yeah. grow. Yeah. And as you get old and then your kids leave, mm. it's like you're look only looking at the other one. That's right. Right yeah. in the face. Yeah. So you better like each other. You better. <laughs> right? Do the work now. Yeah. Right. Do the work now. Right? Seriously. It's true. You never want to be old and then one of you die and then the other person be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. Finally free. <laughs> right. 
truth. <laughs> ding it's ding true. dong, the witch Thank is God. dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would really suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> so what role does intimacy play in our relationships? Mm. And like, how can we improve it? Like physical and non-physical. Right. Because those that's a big one, right? Yeah. Is that the number one you would say? What do you think is the number one? That's the question I should ask. I would say it's probably communicating one's needs in a healthy way is probably the biggest. And that could be physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. Stereotypically, the men connect through physical intimacy. No. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) That's crazy. So, you know, typically they might report, we don't have enough physical intimacy. And then the woman stereotypically says, well, we're Mm -hmm. not, we're not connecting emotionally. Yeah. Romance. Right. We love the romance. Yes. And so, If they're doing neither, Houston, we have a problem. Thank goodness you're in therapy because, like, if you waited years, like, we haven't had sex in years, it's like, whoa, you should have been in therapy years ago. Yeah. Because if you're not having physical intimacy, you're probably not having emotional intimacy. That's true. And I'm not saying that's not possible, right? Mm -hmm. But typically they go hand in hand. Yeah. So I think it's very important expressing what it is that you need and then compromising. To me, that's what marriage is about, compromising. It really is. Yeah. It compromises everything. Yep. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. It's on on all levels. Just give me a little. Yeah. And I'll give you a little. Because I tend to be like a dominant person. No, right? But Mm -hmm. like my husband is more passive and he's kind of type B and goes with the flow. But what I've found is I really appreciate and love when he speaks up for himself and advocates. And I can't say, hey, I want you to advocate for yourself at work and everywhere else. But not with me, buddy. Mm -hmm. You You stay in line. (laughs) Yeah, stay the line. So I've really come to like realize like and compromise. Like I want... To hear from him. Mm-hmm. Like his voice does matter. And yeah. I can't say it matters everywhere else but at home. So I've definitely had to learn to, to get in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm going to speak just from my own experience, because that's what I know. Yeah. But so let's say you're in an, an argument or you're going, you know, you're going to get in an argument about something. Yeah. Is it healthy to go? I'm not going to talk about that right now because I'll say something I'll regret or Mm -hmm. I'll I'll text something I regret. What I realize with my husband and I will do great over text. Like in terms of that's kind of the best time to talk about conflicting text. Yes. Oh, no, we can't talk in text. (laughs) Oh, we can. It goes sideways really (laughs) fast. Really? uh, What I realize if there is going to be like if there was going to be a fight or whatever else, like a disagreement, if it was in a text, I feel like it doesn't go the as far as it would have gone. Yeah. I think we're getting too old to fight too. Like <laughs> That's we're what exhausted. I, told I mean, day. <laughs> I literally, I'm exhausted. He is too. It's like, do we really have the energy to do this? Or you like, just walk away. Someone can't argue well, with that's themselves. My question. That's yeah. so. That's the question. Is is it better to just have it out, or is it better to walk away or go? You know what? I don't want to text right now. You know, I'll say something I regret. Whatever. What is the best way to handle that? I think that's okay as long as you address it. Because if you have somebody that's a withdrawer in the relationship, they avoid conflict. Mm. So they might say that, but then they won't ever revisit it. And then there we go with resentment. Interesting. Yeah. So I think it's totally okay. And I think I tell couples that if it gets too heated, I'll say, 
can you text each other? Can you email? Because you may be thinking something that may be really mean and you can't take back. And at least through text, you can like delete it. Like, you son of a, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. like yeah. delete. Okay, I'm yeah, really no, sad. No, we text that and send it. <laughs> we're, no, we're like, we can't. Like, no, that's no. coming through. That one's coming through. I already saw it. Well, don't delete it now. We actually don't text. And if, if we do, if we're like in an argument, I will just stop texting because it's it always goes sideways okay it's always and for me in my head even if he doesn't mean it the tone that, yeah. that his text you comes through it. in my head yeah. is not a nice tone and yeah. then my tone back is not very nice either so can we talk about tone you bring up a very good point yeah. tone is becoming a key word in my household mm. lately because i'll use it with our kids i'll use it with joel or yeah. whatever i don't like your tone mm. and i that, hope you don't say that to joel like that because if I said that to Trav, I do. Oh I do absolutely. I do. I do 100%. tell Trav. He's I such do. a toner. Like I, I know immediately. <laughs> immediately, is it like what's coming out? Like I know exactly, and I don't like your tone. Yeah. See, I say that, but I tell Trav I don't like the way you're talking to me. Mm. Like you're talking to me like I'm a little kid. Mm-hmm. And really. I don't think he is, but I think that's how I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have to think like, am I being too sensitive? Mm-hmm. Or like the other day. Mm. Not the other day, a few weeks ago when we were having an yesterday. argument. Yesterday. Today, years old. No. But like, I just tell him, like, we're just too old to fight. Like, we, we are. are. But we do fight. And, you know, both of us and I have, it's taken me a very long time to not say very mean things to try and hurt him when mm-hmm. we're in a fight. He'll try to say those things to me sometimes. And the last time I just told him, like, after we had talked to our therapist, I'm like, I'm sorry that you think that I'm not there anymore and I'm not even going to address that. And you're not going to bring this up anymore mm-hmm. because that's not where I'm at. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight about that. I that's not even what for, we're fighting right. about. Anyway. Right. Yes. So I think, you know, and, and stay like, on task, stay on task. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think for you guys, like you, you're more dominant in the relationship. Your husband's not, I think Trav and I are both very dominant Ooh, for sure. A OCD for sure. yeah. personalities. Mm-hmm. And we've even had therapists before say like, it's really hard for, two of you to be married is not impossible right but sometimes someone's got to back down yeah because Mm -hmm. we won't like and it will just get you know and now i'll just say like i've gotten better like when we first got married i'd never say i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i don't care if i was in the wrong i would not say it i would go to my death and not say i'm sorry i've gotten better i will say i'm sorry now even with the girls if i snap at the girls like travel be like that wasn't nice or whatever i'd be like you know, I go back and apologize because I want them to learn how to apologize. Yes. So I've gotten better. But fighting, like, I don't try to, like, dirty fight anymore. No, I don't I, either. I don't, That's good. Because it's I exhausting. Well, I don't feel the need to try and hurt him. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him. Even if I'm angry or frustrated or mad at him, I don't want to hurt him. I love him. Even, you know, if he thinks that, you know. Whatever. We would we would always say I'm not going to go low. Like I'm not going low. Yeah. Like uh, today I'm not going to go low. I'm going to use that next time. It's true because you know what? It's like dirty fighting. Like, yeah. It is. You know? and, and we I'm used to fight anymore. like that. Like when we were younger. Sure. Yeah. But like we're I, too old. We're too old. We're yeah. too classy now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've really grown. <laughs> we've, we're, we're really classed it up. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> well, but when you get triggered, it's because this is your attachment figure. So when when we're kids, our care caretakers are attachment figures, then our partners become it. It looks different than when with our caretakers, but it's because 
with like their tone, for instance, you care about how they view you Mm -hmm. because that is love. That's attachment, right? Yeah. And so it's triggering when you hear the meta communication, when you hear something different than maybe what the, what the person's actually saying, for instance, in therapy. That's a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My, my big thing in therapy is what did you just hear your partner say? Yeah. And the reason I heard what they said, I'm not trying to, because they'll say something like they said, I'm a piece of, you know what? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, they, they didn't say that. (laughs) Right. And then do you ask the partners like, is that what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that what you meant? Because I'm trying to teach them to communicate. So if you can say. And they're like, no, I wanted you to be my Valentine. Right. Just trying to ask you right. to go to dinner. <laughs> You're like, wow, we've got a lot of work to do. But it's usually because of past history or something yeah. that's happened or their dance or cycle that they usually go into. So right. with the tone thing is you can say something like, hey, what I hear you saying or what I'm taking this as is that you're treating me like a child or you're I'm feeling like you're at work right now and you're trying to like boss me around. Or, Ooh, I love that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you can say it in that way versus like, watch your tone, you uh-huh. know? Because That's how kind of I say it. Yeah. I don't like what do you say? Watch your tone. Watch like, your I don't tone. like how you're talking. To me. I do too. I say I don't like your tone. I do to Jack and Reed too. Like I, your tone is really everything in life. Yeah. You know? And But if you think about it, you're actually matching them in the same way because you're saying, like if you're, I don't like your tone. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's like, true. Well, your tone is kind of matching that. Yeah. So be the change you want to see, right? I'm going to be like, Carrie, I'm going to say, I don't like your tone. And then I'm going to smile really big. <laughs> nope, that's not you. How that does that last, make you feel? How does that make you feel, right. what, Joel? What did you hear? What did yeah. you hear me say? Yeah. <laughs> but couples will start to practice that. And then I see them do it even in sessions. The other thing that I was going to say is, what if you just said, ouch? Like, ouch. Because that might, I like that. They too. might be taken aback. Like, yeah. what do you mean, ouch? Yeah, well, you just said it in a way that just, I don't know, didn't it didn't hit me right? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But that's a good one. We'll use that. Let's tuck ouch. that one away. Maybe we should name this ouch. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It is. It is. Because then it lets your partner know, like, I'm affected by you. Right. And that, because what typically happens when you go into the cycle is, I don't like your tone. And then you start to fire darts back, I call it. So then you're shooting darts at one another, hurting one another, and you're not connecting. And the whole thing that you want is broken, is to be connected. Mm -hmm. So then you're talking about all of these issues. They're not even like really what is the issue at hand. We're not connecting. I used to criticize my husband all the time when I was feeling disconnected. I wasn't aware. Mm -hmm. And I'm a therapist, right? Yeah. But that doesn't matter. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still human. So what I've learned to do, and I would say, like, you don't ever take out the trash. And he's like, never. And I'm like, never. Always or never. Yeah, it's like absolute. Mm -hmm. But it's because... I I love to take out the trash. (laughs) I do it like three times a day. Do you really? Yeah, the kitchen trash drives me crazy. Can you come take out my trash? I literally... (laughs) Joel's like, Holly, it's not even full. It's not even halfway full. But I know what kind of food is in there. And I will. It's stinky or it's weird. And I need to feel clean and I like it out. But but really, the point is, is if I'm feeling disconnected, I have to own those feelings. And Carrie, you catch more bees with honey than with vinegar. Why don't you say what's really going on? And Mm -hmm. that's what I'm teaching couples is say what's really going on. So now instead of criticizing, I say, 
I feel so far away from you. Like what's happening between us? Mm -hmm. So it's not blaming him. Mm -hmm. It's saying, hey, we got off the path. How do we get back on? Yes. Date night. Yeah. You can date night. Um, just oh, talking. Well, and you know what I'm realizing too, like these, you know, we would always be like, okay, we're going to go on a date night and then we got to find childcare and then we're mm. going to do this. And it's like this big thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, oh my gosh, is this fun anymore? Mm. You know? Well, now the kids are getting older. They're so getting we older. Can leave them. So we can leave them. That's nice. Exactly my point. And like last night we were going to go to shampoo. Well, then he, I said, I got to take you to this place. Like Brandy and I went, it's so good. You're going to love it. Because we love pho, right? Yeah. Do you like pho? Oh yeah. So if you like pho, you're going to Love it's like a Japanese fondue, and you cook the meat and veggies in this sauce, and you can have any kind of sauce you want. It's so good, it's delicious. And there's a really good one in San Bernardino, yes, and it's just opened up. Okay, it's called Hello Shabu. Uh huh. Look at we're gonna see all of our, I know, know. we're upping upping their clientele right now, but anyways. So, long story short, we were gonna go there. Our time limit did not equal that, so we went, we just went to Fa, and like just a little blip like it was a 20 minute 30 minute dinner you know frozen yogurt and we had to go get the kids but that completely changed the whole direction of how I thought our week was going like he was working we're busy you know it's just a busy time of year and the Browns lost that was a Browns lost God I know I had to check on on Joel's mental (laughs) emotional health after that it was really bad but I didn't really think they were gonna win. He did. <laughs> See, here we go again. I, I it would be weird because they've been you winning know some I know, games. But I have lived this life for so long, <laughs> so long. I know what's gonna happen. You know what? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I was like, do you want to come over and spend the night? <laughs> and, and like, I'm definitely, I think, more of a glass half full kind of mm. gal. Like, I definitely yeah. look at the bright side of things. I would agree. I would say that. And you. on the Browns. I just never do. Yeah. Ever. Well, like you're just real. <laughs> and so, her Instagram hash or her Instagram name is next year's Brown. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So anyways, I don't have to change that for another year, which I'm really glad about. <laughs> well, I'm not glad about it. But my husband, on the other hand, who I feel is a very realistic individual. <laughs> he extremely is. a realist. Yeah. Like to a fault sometimes <laughs> he had this whole idea of them going to the Super Bowl Aww. and like he was devastated I know mm, yeah. it was really sad I that know. started the week out just wrong it really did and Jack was like maybe we should send dad to a hotel I was like that's not the worst idea I'm gonna tie this into couples because that's an expectation like mm-hmm. he set up an expectation yes. that they were going to the Super Bowl yes. rather than he put money on it. He bet mm. on it. He put like I think Trav did too. You can place a sports bet. And I think it was like a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Trav did this because he lost. Yeah. And his friend lives in Colorado. Or I don't know how they did it, but whatever. And he's not a better. He's I think that's the first time he's ever bet on a sports game. He did it. And he was like, you know, if they win the Super Bowl, you could win like three thousand dollars or whatever. Else. Whatever. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Place your money on it right. like i love it go all in I you love believe that. yeah you believe yes. you gotta manifest that. yes yes but this time i knew it yeah. anyways <laughs> we know how that turned out so this is marriage yeah you know but expectations going back to that do you have unrealistic expectations about your partner mm-hmm. can you have more realistic so one thing that i noticed with couples when we talk about their needs as long as their partner 
makes an effort to try to meet their partner's need in the way that they need, not the way that they want to, Yes, but in the way that their partner needs, it leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just the fact that you're willing to make an effort. Yeah. You know? And you know, the other thing I think you have to think about, like when we were younger, what I would get caught up in is like, okay, like what, you know, if we we had a big holiday or birthday or Valentine, like what, you know, what are we doing? What are we getting caught up in? Like these poor guys, like you have so much pressure on you, you know? And (laughs) I see where it came from because it came from me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I mean, just tell them what you want to do. Like, what's the problem? Like, I like, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to have for dinner. This is what I, what's wrong with that? Like, you know, they, they're not magicians. They can't read your mind. They can't read your mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm using that as an analogy for everything. Yeah. Well, and I text Joel after I saw your sunglasses. So Joel (laughs) did not let me down. Okay. Not another holiday is passing with my friend with one leg of her sunglasses. We were driving in the car and, um, uh, this was last week and then we go to my sunglass thing and I, I have one sunglasses and one arm is on and one is off. Oh no. And this is not, in, this is not me. Okay. Like anyways, I told Brady's her. like, I know what you could get home for her birthday. I saw don't, him. don't laugh. You'll bust something. You'll bust a stitch. I saw this TikTok where the guy, the girl gets in the car and he's like, guess what? We're going to go for dinner. And she says Chinese. And he's like, yeah, he totally didn't have anything planned he just said how did you know because he just wanted to get her idea of it that's a great idea went, right? that's a good idea <laughs> it's a very good idea yes. well, I was like that's genius <laughs> yes. well and guys are really i mean guys are not simple but in a way they, they are. are they, they are. like physical touch yep what a they shocker like, right what they Food, like sex and sex and sleep sports sports <laughs> that's pretty much it but even for like my husband he'll be like oh you know you didn't buy you don't buy anything sweet anymore like mm. candy or yeah. like i just like okay because we're like 100 years old and we can't eat that <laughs> stuff you know so for a while i was just like what's the big deal and like the less sugar you eat you don't really crave just give it the man some candy oh i did i was just like what do i care You know, he's in great shape. He's in great health. What do I care? So it was like, okay, I'm going to buy candy. And it was like, he was like, oh my God, (laughs) you bought whatever, you know? And it was just like, but those are the things that really. It's It's the little things. Yeah. The little things. He felt seen. He said it. He expressed a need. Even if we don't understand it, it's like, this is what your partner needs. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's always candy, right? No. I love flowers. I'm a flower Do you like like flowers? I do. I like random flowers. I like grocery store flowers. You do? More than... I like the flowers that last for over a year. Oh, we know. The $500 (laughs) ones. But you know what? You spend over that in a year. And these ones last longer. That is true. The ones at my house have been there almost two years. That is true. I just like Joel's move is like he'll come home and he will place a grocery store, whatever. He went to the store and they'll be on the counter. It's just that he thought it's just so sweet. You know, and it's like it's not a bird. It's just so lovely. I like notes on my mirror. I love notes. Oh, my God. I write the girls notes notes every day in their lunch. (laughs) Me too. And I've done it since preschool. And I asked Kennedy yesterday because I'm like, you're going to go in high school next year. Is this embarrassing? So I asked her yesterday, I was like, 
do your other friends get notes in their lunches? She's like, no, I'm the only one. And I'm like, well, are you embarrassed by it? She's like, no, all my friends take notes, take my note and read it. And Me say, too. Oh, your mom's so nice. Me too. And I was like, okay, well, if you're not embarrassed, she's like, but it's interesting because if they ever pack me a bag or something, a snack or whatever, it always has a note in it. <gasps> That Aww, is so, so I love you. All these chav notes. Now we're old, so I'll leave like his Pepsi and Nexium on his side of his <laughs> But it's like the little things. Like he still oh. brings me coffee 20 years later every day. He That's brings cute. me a cup of My coffee every too. morning. So this, okay, this is a new, it's not a new thing. My dad would always bring my mom, still does to this day, coffee in bed, right? I love That's it. Their I thing. love it. That's okay. He does every day for me. Joel does things for me, but he does not do that. And I have heard lately from another friend that one of our other friend's husband is bringing her coffee and it's gone to our eyelash girl who she told me that her husband is now bringing her coffee in bed. Why don't you bed. just write Joel a note and tell him, Please start bringing me a cup of coffee every morning in bed. I would really love it. This I love man, you. This man. This I, is I how mean, you're going to get sex more often. How interesting <laughs> is this phenomenon? I'm like, yeah. I'm hearing this over and over again. I just got my I lashes done yesterday and Abby was telling, hello, Abby. I hope you don't mind me telling the story. But <laughs> anyways, Fernando is like bringing her coffee and she's like, it is changing my whole morning day. day. It's true. She's like, I feel like I have time before I go get the girls. I'm still in bed. I'm like, before I'm getting them up and moving. And I was like, this is really an interesting yeah. love language type thing. It's, it's like a, a nurturing. It is. Yeah. My husband's done it too. Yeah. That's cute. I know. I don't even know if Joel knows how to make coffee, <laughs> but I could teach him. You could. <laughs> Yeah, he. I know he doesn't know because he doesn't drink coffee. He drinks ice. Tea. It would be very easy. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have an espresso machine, so he like. He Even does if it you up. got like a Corriger and espresso, you just push a button. I like my Smeg machine. Well, it's very <laughs> it's so easy. Nice. Just show him. It's literally coffee grounds and water. I know. Pretty I know. sure. Joel's I wasn't quick drinking to coffee, but now I am drinking coffee. But he does probably other things that still make you feel loved. Oh, and absolutely, cherished. Yeah. all the time. Like, yep. and I actually feel like as we're growing older, these things keep multiplying, mm. and it, it like it makes your marriage so much better. Yeah, and it really makes a huge difference. Yep. It really does. So find things that work for you. Yeah. To and make your partner. Things. It yes. is the little things. Yeah. I mean, the big things are cool too. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carrie. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Carrie McCoy. Thank you. Always has great advice for us all. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Check out our reversegravity.com where you can find our wonderful skincare from vitamin C to eye creams, to retinols, to neck creams, to body tight. We've got it all and you can buy it anywhere in the country. You don't have to be in Redlands now that we are online through Shopify. Come check us out.